welcome back to People Who Don't Watch Movies, Reviewing Movies. I'm Madison. And I'm Jake. And this week we're going to be talking about Quentin Tarantino's Django Unchained. I have honestly no idea what to expect from this. Yeah, so we still haven't seen it yet. We're um, doing our preview predictions. And the only thing I can really tell is I know Tarantino is kind of known for his like violence and like lots of guns so i'm gonna guess that's a big part of it but besides that i really don't have much so yeah same here i don't know what to expect for the plot line at all so i guess we're gonna go watch the movie and we'll see you guys after and we're back so we watched the movie um it's been a few days and now we'll share our thoughts so what do you think it was good. Not my favorite movie, I have to admit. I think it's because it's not my type of film genre that I'm into, I guess. I mean, it was good for, I think, people who like gory, historical, not accurate fiction. <laughs> so, what do you think? I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I didn't think it was particularly accurate, as you said, but I mean, it I thought the story was interesting, and while there were some parts I would have changed, it, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. So, do so you want... I'll start with a summary, I guess, kind of, um, just kind of remind people of what happened. So, in the movie, um, a slave named Django is um, bought by a guy posing as a dentist, but he's actually a bounty hunter, and he's looking for a group of three... Um, three guys, I guess, that used to be Jang- Django's owner, so he knows a lot about them. So uh, the bounty hunter is looking for info, and so he buys Django and makes him his sidekick, and they go and they hunt down the three guys and then stick together and keep working for more bounties. And then they go and try to um, free Django's wife and from a big plantation named Candyland and where they get caught uh, the bounty hunter gets killed and Django is put back into slavery but he manages to escape and spoilers uh, blows up the whole plantation and <laughs> runs away with his wife so, yeah, it's a heck of a plot line. And it's honestly really good. Moving on to our little good points list. The plot line is absolutely fantastic. I will give it that. Because at the beginning of the movie, I thought it was only going to be about Django. And the dentist's name is actually um, Dr. Schultz. So I thought it was going to be Schultz and Django just being bounty hunters the whole time. But it takes a totally unexpected turn into finding Django's wife, which I honestly really appreciated because it was something different than what I expected. So the plot line was good, unexpected, and I honestly don't think I would have changed anything about it. Yeah, and also it was really interesting how they had him get caught and then had him escape again. I mean, like, it usually with a story like that, it's... They defy the odds at the last minute and everything good happens. But it's interesting that they built in kind of some tragedy and some loss while still 
having the same end result. Yeah, definitely. And then another thing I want to mention is the best character, hands down, love him, the charismatic Dr. Schultz. He is so funny. Oh, yeah, he, he was great. <laughs> he made the entire movie. And when I tell you that I was devastated when he died, I was literally devastated. I'm talking jaw dropped, hand to my mouth, like <laughs> absolutely devastated. He was the best. He made the entire movie. And the thing with him is he would just get himself into any situation, try to talk his way out of it. And if he couldn't talk his way out of it, he pulled out his little shotgun and made it all finish. All of it end. Yeah. That just was, by shooting. That was one of my favorite scenes where we first kind of get introduced to him and his skills. Like, he goes into a, like, inn slash bar in a small town in Texas. And, like, they tell him that they can't be served because Django, obviously, is black. And this is before the Civil War. And so... His response is to break in and then when the sheriff comes, shoot the sheriff. And then once he has about 50 guns pointed at him from all of the um, all of the townspeople, then he reveals that the sheriff was a wanted man. He could have done it before and made it a lot easier, but he found a way to get himself into as much trouble as he could while still managing to talk himself out of it. Even then, he wasn't an actual wanted man. It was a lie to get himself out of it. And, you know, there's still violence at the end. But it was fantastic. He was just such a good character, very well portrayed. I wish I knew the actor's name. Probably should have looked it up, but I didn't. But wouldn't have chosen any other actor. Just very well done for that character in general. Yeah, he really fit kind of what they were looking for for the character like the actor did really well i like i mean i can't think of anyone else who would have done a better job with it so yeah and then another thing we want to bring up is the satire in this movie throughout the entire thing this movie is gory blood blood explosions like And it didn't look real, but I think they made it really dramatic. Like, whenever anybody was shot with, like, a tiny gun, they made them pretty much explode to make it almost satirical, to, like, kind of take away some of the gore, if that makes sense, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, I couldn't really even take it seriously because, I mean, someone would get shot, it would look like they had, like, a water balloon in their shirt because it would, like, explode everywhere because that's definitely how it works in real life. Um, so maybe they, it seems like they wanted, they did it satirically. I mean, hopefully they didn't think that's actually the best way to do it. Um, but it made it kind of funny. And like you said, kind of made some comic relief from an otherwise very gory film. Yeah. Cause they definitely touch upon like really heart, like wrenching subjects. I mean, we got slavery, blatant racism. I mean, um, things just, just shouldn't be joked about and they got people low-key laughing at the satire that they had behind this movie and it was just definitely took away from a lot of the gore and heavy themes within it i mean you're talking about heavy themes like one of the funniest parts was actually um the scene with the kkk then they were all arguing about how they couldn't see out of the eye holes of their hoods which obviously is a very serious subject and not something you'd expect to be 
joked about, but it was one of the funniest scenes in the film, even with the heavy subject matter. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I found myself chuckling at it, even though it was like, again, never joke about it. It was terrible. But it was just the fact that they're arguing about the hoods. And I honestly have no words for it. So yeah, Tarantino definitely like pushed the limits with that film. It with this film in that way, I guess we can say. And so that's kind of our good points. Um, obviously we also have some bad points. So what was your first one? You're gonna guess it. It's predictable. It was too long. <laughs> um, you guys know me. I hate sitting through long movies. I mean, I complained about Avatar being two hours and forty two minutes. This one was even longer. Not by much, but it was two hours and 45 minutes. That's a long time to sit down. You know how big of a bowl of popcorn you need for that? I didn't even have any popcorn, so it didn't even didn't even help. But it was just so long. I get why they did it. Because like going back, the plot line was absolutely fantastic. And I think the length was needed to fulfill and give that plot line justice. But... For a person like me who wants to sit down and watch a movie without falling asleep just because of how long it is, it is not meant for me to watch past the hour of 7 p.m. <laughs> so yeah, that was my first thing. Honestly, not a big deal, but that's just me. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, I kind of have to agree with that only because I watched it um, on a school night with a lot of homework, so I did not also appreciate how long it was. But that's also kind of my fault, so I can't really blame that on the movie. <laughs> um, another point, another bad point we had, though, um, was that there was, it seemed like they had a lot of audio issues in the film. Like, it was not very well balanced. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I really didn't like it because there were a lot of scenes that were very quiet and, like, you really couldn't tell what was being said. Like, it could have been bumped up a bit and still kind of kept the suspense. Like, you wouldn't ruin the whispering part. But, like, I couldn't tell what was that. I mean, who knows what I missed out on from not being able to hear it. And then I would turn it up to try to hear it, and then I'd get jump-scared by the next gunshot because it was, like, an explosion because it was such a jump from such a low volume to such a high volume. Like, I feel like they could have balanced it out a little bit i honestly didn't like think of that before you mentioned it i found myself messing with the um volume buttons on my computer and i had the subtitles on i usually watch movie with movies with subtitles anyway but i found myself like actually reading them because i couldn't hear what they were saying so i do have to agree with that statement again there's probably some purpose behind it or they were just having an audio issue but I think there might have been a purpose that we're just not picking up on. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that's what I think is more of a personal issue with us is it was very gory. And like, not like, obviously this movie's meant to be gory because that the violence is a huge part of the film. But I feel like even if they toned it back a tiny bit, it would save some like time from people being killed less of watching that and but still get the point across that gory gunshots blood rain stuff like that i guess yeah i feel like they could get kind of a wider audience too if they kind of toned it back a little bit i mean like i feel like they would 
they lose a lot of people with just how much. I mean, they could have used a lot less and still gotten the same points across while having a wider appeal and not kind of turning people away from it just with all the violence. Yeah, we're talking like a vicious gunfight every like five to seven minutes gory. And just about everybody involved Dice. dying of gunshot wounds. Yeah. Or like bleeding out on the floor and like rolling around. So, yeah. Definitely gory. Not for everybody. Definitely deserved the rated R moment. Yes. So, that brings us to the uh, the end of our list for our bad points. Um, So, yeah. Overall, liked the movie somewhat. Not my favorite. I definitely don't think I'll be watching it again. But I can see why it appeals to some people. Just personally, not to me. And what are your final thoughts, I guess? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but I enjoyed it. So I'd give it pretty good rating, but it wouldn't be like a top movie for me. So yeah. So next week we'll be watching Point Break by Catherine Bigelow. Jake is so excited about this one because it's his favorite movie. I am. I've never seen it. I'm super psyched to watch it. He's been hyping it up for me. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening.